what is up everybody uh it's a little bit different today because i am your host super yaya and i am joined by Dwayne down bad brown how you doing my guy <laughs> i'm doing okay you know i thought that could have been a lot worse than it was i'm not happy don't get me wrong i'm not happy but there were a couple of bright spots one shining bright star obviously that we're going to talk about uh and i met some new people sitting in the stands so shout out to my new friends from nashville who moved just moved to denver and came just to watch the just to watch the rapids so feel so bad for them yeah they had a lot of questions and they were all (laughs) on point (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome man so before we get into the game i just right off the bat one word describe your initial reaction to this game anemic anemic how's that that in, is in, in relation in relation to the offense <laughs> that is insanely accurate <laughs> if it were to me to me it would be why like it would be what why oh okay yeah as in, why do I keep watching this? Why do I put myself through so much pain? Why <laughs> are they not scoring goals? So that is the big question. That is the big question. It's been it's been a rough. It's definitely been about rough month for the Rapids and Rapids folks. But kind of recapping the game, first half, nothing good, right? From the Rapids, kind of same pace that they always come out. Just kind of looked at them. They had. Slow very slow and honestly Cincinnati dominated that first half there weren't a lot of bright spots for Colorado they had one shot on goal and one real opportunity that Leva what uh bounced it over the top right second half a lot better main differences Bombi and Hanya come in they bring a lot more offensive prowess they start keeping the control of the ball a lot more and you can really see the difference. And the Rapids were close to equalizing it a couple times, but there was they still weren't there, and they weren't able to get the the ball in the back of the net. And you can really see the difference it is to have a Jack or a Rubio out there and not having them out there, especially in that second half. Yeah, it was definitely the tale of two halves. Um, just a one eighty difference between the two. The first one was. Very slow and very, um, quote unquote, rapids. Um, <laughs> you know, it just, uh, I don't know what it is about the first half, man. Like, it's just, uh, it's bad soccer, like, it was just really bad soccer from the yeah, rapids. It's just, it just felt very lethargic, um, in the first half, um. You know, and, and like you said, the the offense um, is still very, you know, just feels very anemic. Um, the first half, especially, second half was, you know, at least in, in joy for me because I sit, you know, on the other end. Um, <laughs> I know, Kevin. <laughs> um, it. Uh, you know, the second half was different. It's the Rapids, you know, pretty much let Cincy control the entire first half. Um, you know, since he came out with a very aggressive um, press, it seemed like every time the Rapids got the ball and started doing their back pass thing, um, since he just kept pressing, it always had a man on somebody, you know, and just was very aggressive. When we did get the ball in those few times that we did um you know just lacking in creativity and trying to you know lacking in the ability to figure out how to get the ball into a place where we can take a shot um second half was the opposite you know yeah and let's just kind of focus on the first half right now yeah let's kind of just move our way up um you're right the first half was really bad and a lot of it did come to cincinnati being the number one team in the uh, east uh on the t- on the tv there were um they were giving the stat that they're the fastest team to get to 33 points since the year 2000 so what they're, they're on historic pace right now they're in that's including that 2000 uh, that 2021 new england revolution team that broke all records 
So right now, Cincinnati is on historic pace. That is a, a great team on the other side. For sure. And regardless, the Rapids still had a really bad half, and they probably they probably should have been down by more. But you can see that even if the Rapids aren't that great, Cincinnati had a little respect for them. They kind of knew that you were going into a very hard place to win. Even if the Rapids have been bad at that at home lately, they Cincinnati still had that little respect. They never beat them before, and they know the Rapids are a tough out, even if the record doesn't show that. But kind of getting to that high press, one player that I was really disappointed in that first half was uh, Connor Ronan. What do you think? What were your thoughts on Connor Ronan today? And then I'll kind of get into what I thought. Like, I'm curious if you saw the same things I did. Um, probably not. <laughs> um, you know, that's not where my eyes were in the first half. Um, save for when he completely put a guy in the spin cycle. Oh, that um, which was that right? Yeah. totally dope. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I mean, the thing is, you know. I mean, there's no, there's no uh, denying that I'm a Connor Ronan fan. Uh, You're a so I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pretend to hide that. Um, you know, but I think it's the same thing we've been talking about is trying to figure out like what position does Connor Ronan play? You know, <laughs> and you can uh, probably say that for half the team at this point. Yeah, like, and that's honestly. true. And I think. You know, if 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 that gets sorted out, then we might see. Obviously, it would be stronger performances from everybody. But I just uh, sometimes with Connor, I, I feel like he's having to do too much, um, or it puts it on himself that he has to be everywhere at the same time and try to cover for things. Um, so, but you you see it from a completely different view and, and certainly on tv you can see it at a way better view than i oh, can oh definitely so. my biggest thing with ronan today and it's it sucks because i'm uh, i'm a ronan guy too i'm a ronan not if you want to call that but ronan today in the first half i thought was one of the reasons that these mistakes were made a lot in the half uh he was losing the ball he was passing it to the other team he wasn't finding the right passing lanes uh i again it might be because he's trying to do too much and that's also partly Danny Leva, who I thought had a really bad first half, too. That midfield mm-hmm. combined didn't do much. That's when a player like Acosta really compliments Ronan, and you saw it those two games in Charlotte and uh, the one right after, I forget what it was, where Acosta was running back and forth, or right before the Charlotte one, because I think got injured in the Charlotte one. Regardless, Acosta does all the dirty work that lets Ronan roam and be the guy that he needs to be creative, running back and forth. Together, they make a Jack Price. And I don't think... Right. Leva's at that point yet because Ronan is trying to do what Leva's doing and Leva's trying to do what Ronan's doing and it just becomes convoluted and they're not moving and they're not finding the right spaces. You do need a guy like Acosta out there with Ronan. Somebody that brings that dog, somebody that can run out there and give him something different. But today I think Ronan, and again it might be that he's trying to do too much, but I feel like that first half caused a lot of the problems and that midfield was not gelling at all. And it sucks to say because I'm a big Danny Leva guy but he's also not – he hasn't played up to part lately these last couple of games. Yep. And Pointers made a really good point on the comment section on Wednesday that it just comes down to a tactical player not knowing where to be because the team right now doesn't have a real identity. And that's when I say, like, most of these players, you don't know where to play them. Do you pick a Prowl on the wing? Do you play him as a nine? Do you play Rubio as a 10? Do you play him as a nine? Where do you put Jonathan Lewis? You don't know where half of these players are playing right now. Go Vaughn, yeah. is he going to play the 10 or is he playing the wing back? So Bombito's played three positions already, in a, <laughs> and he's only played three games. So, like, where do you put these guys? Where can you look at them and say, this is going to be where they're going to thrive? And I think that's one big issue right now, especially with Connor Ronan, that he's doing too much and he doesn't have a good piece to compliment him right now. And that's where a lot of these, like, quick passes and – mistakes are coming from in the midfield in my opinion yeah and, and it's going to be hard to it's like you're saying about the with the midfield it's going to be hard if not impossible for them to gel until they know what positions they're playing you know it, it's like how can they how can they know you know with eyes in the back of their head um where their partner is going to be on the pitch if they're constantly 
switching positions, you know, whether that's on purpose or not on purpose. Um, you know, I, I just, I don't see that midfield gelling until we have consistency in who's on the pitch. And that's hard because, you know, you've got injuries, you've got guys who are getting too many yellow cards. Um, and it's just the, the roster is in a constant state of flux, um, which makes that impossible. Um, yeah. Um, you know, the, also there's the, the, the missed tackle uh, by Ronan that ended up in the goal too. You know, it's like, you kind of, you kind of wish that he had taken the yellow card on that one, um, you know, but he's so good on the ball. I think he was just confident thinking he could get the ball and, uh, and, and then uh, everybody else was was gone. Nobody else was back there. <laughs> it was, saw Keegan sprinting, trying to get back there. Was and, trying to get there, but it was pretty much, you know, Baji had a just a nice little run, a nice little run for himself <laughs> by himself. And on that, and on that note, what do you think about Baji tonight scoring and being out there with his former team? One of the he was one of the guys that people were excited to see back in yeah. Colorado. I mean, you know, I think not that I've ever experienced being on a team and then playing against that team, you know, um, but I don't know. You kind of got to feel like if you're going to play against your old team, you kind of want to put the ball in the net for fun, you know, um, but here's, but I do want to say this. Baji is always going to be like a beloved rapid, like everyone loves Baji. And after he scored the goal, there was no celebration. Um, there was no running over to C38 or doing anything crappy. Not the cabral, um, look at my back. Yeah, there was nothing. Yeah. There was nothing like that. He there was like next to no celebration. Um, you know, and that's where I was, you know, sitting down there and watching it. Um, it was it was a very quiet celebration from him, if any celebration at all. And you know, you gotta you, you gotta figure that was on purpose because he's a good dude, and and I do think that he he knows he still has fans here, um, and he has good memories here. So I don't know. I feel like that was on purpose, and it's just another like, you know, from it's just another reason for me to like him. And <laughs> I mean, everybody else too. He he's just. If you, hate, rapid. if you hate Baji at that point, you're just kind of hating to hate. The guy <laughs> was look the guy was a great Colorado Rapid. He yeah. was a team player. He didn't do anything crazy. I think he embodied the Rapid way more than anybody else, being a fourth round pick in the MLS Super Draft. Yeah. They don't even have four rounds anymore to begin with. And yeah. it is very fitting that his first goal of the season comes against his former team. <laughs> like you, the, and it's you, like you already knew it was gonna happen. You knew it. It, it's almost – I was more, like, upset when I saw Budgie on the Budgie score. I was like, yeah, I, why didn't I just put money on it? Even if I didn't win, it was, like, such a most – it was almost a for-sure for bet. It's – I really did regret that when I when I saw Budgie score. But, again, man, Budgie's a great guy, dude. I'm, we're all big Budgie fans. Yeah. I don't think anybody's uh, ever really hated on him. And if you are, how I said, you're just kind of hating to hate at that point. Also, real quick, by the way, I just want to—I forgot to mention it off the top. Mitch will, might be joining us a little bit later. He's at the press conference. He's going to try to get some snippets, some quotes from Frazier and some of the guys. So at the end of the show, we might have Bronzo uh, to give the fellas some flowers, and he—he'll uh, bring in some cool stuff from the presser today. Um, so one other player that really stood out to me negatively was uh your guy, Kevin Cabral. <laughs> And I want to say that Kevin Cabral, I I say that in a way that um, you actually drafted him in your in our guy draft. Yeah, I know. So like, I, know. I don't I mean that as a slight at all. But like, what did you see from Kevin? I know you were you've been on pol on both sides of the argument for him that you loved Kevin and now you're kind of out on him. So what did you see from him today, and what what were your feelings as the game went on? uh i'm frustrated man like i'm not i can't speak to the first half at all because i sit on the wrong end of the stadium <laughs> to speak on the scoring chances you know um the the all i can say from the first half is that i was surprised how much defense he was playing like it seemed like he was always down on our end you know and i'm like shouldn't you be on the other end uh but anyway 
Um, second half was frustrating. Uh, I don't know who it was because um, I just I can't remember. Somebody came down on the left side in the second half. Um, had a had a quick run all the way down, and by the time they got there to center the ball. Cabral was nowhere to be found. The same is true for Hanya because both Hanya and Cabral showed up like 10 minutes late to the party, you know, and it's just like, had either of those guys been there, uh, that would have been probably the best chance for a cross because since his defense is, is top, you know, they're, they have great defense. And it was a rare chance where there was like a wide gap in the middle and they actually could have put that ball there. Um, so that was one thing that was frustrating. There was another one where the ball, and I saw this from where I was sitting, it looked like it literally rolled over top of Cabral's foot. <laughs> and if if he had had like a spasm or anything where his foot just like moved, it would have pushed the ball into the net. We're talking about and a draw just like, instead of a loss at this point. Yeah, and so, you know, like, I'm, I'm not going to crap all over the guy um, because I still do think there's something there. He's so fast. Like, there, there is something there. But um, I just – I don't know what it is, man. And it's like I, I'm just waiting for the summer window at this point because – I, I would just I would just put anybody in at the nine than than what we have like we we haven't solved it and that's not on Cabral like all by himself yeah. like we haven't solved the nine in years and we still haven't solved it. Um, I think last year might have been the closest that you got it to being solved. Yeah, Giassi and Rubio. Yeah, with having Giassi and Rubio was was pretty nice. I think that's the closest the Rapids have been maybe since the Connor Case era. Like that might be the a long time ago. I mean that's the last time you like Omar Cummings maybe. I mean even Deshaun Brown. I mean I'm really getting into the weeds here. I mean at that point it's just like you just kind of start naming guys. Baji could have been that guy that solved it too for a couple for a year. Yeah. Like literally like you can just keep throwing names out there. But if they're not here anymore or they're not well known was it really solved or was it just kind of a stopgap and yeah and that's the thing i think cabral unfortunately isn't that guy um he's overpaid i think the galaxy gave him a horrible contract when he came over i think they didn't they didn't have great evaluators i like the idea that frazier hadn't taken a chance and a guy with super talent and then it just but it just he's not that guy and maybe and now you have are handicapped with that with that DP spot, and you're gonna have to find a way to get that DP spot if you guys want another guy. But again, it feels like the Rapids don't want another DP. They got two right now, three I think if Jack still counts. And I don't know if they want those three again. And if you're gonna keep Cabral, you're just gonna tie yourself. Well, he'll improve. He'll improve, and he just might stay there. To me, I see I see Cabral, and I see the anti Jokic. I see the complete opposite of what Jokic is. I see a guy that's super talented, but is lacking a little bit on the soccer IQ. And what is Jokic? He's a guy that doesn't have all the traditional skill sets of a superstar, but he has the basketball IQ to get to the next level. And that's kind of what I see with those two. To me, it's not what Cabral can do or not do. It just feels like it has to get more through the head of what he's capable of doing. Kind yeah. of, get, it, To me, it feels a lot like a mental block for him. Yeah, and that's what I think that's a good way to put it. And again, because it's like I'm not I'm not trying to poop on the guy. Um I'll poop all over him, dude. We have so well, I mean for me, like I still think there's something there, you know. Um, but I do think it's kind of what you're saying about you know, th- there's there's some kind of um you know, mental barrier um, in getting, you know, figuring out where to be, you know, 
And it, and I think it's different than the Bassett thing before Bassett left, because Bassett seemed to always be in the right place at the right time. Yep. But the ball just didn't go in the net. It would always go off the crossbar, off one of the posts. Um, you know, it doesn't feel like that at all because like Bassett had a nose for being in the right place at the right time. I still remember um, that goal. Great to see him back, forward. by the way. Oh yeah, um, and well, I'm, I'm trying to like. Yeah, we'll get we'll get to that later. To good, yeah, yeah. To like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah. trying to get all the negative out so when Mitch comes in, all you have to do is like talk positive. <laughs> I'm just trying to set up our boy Mitch to have a better night than we were we are right now. Yeah. Mitch is sick, so he's not feeling too great. So yeah, it's exactly. awesome that he uh, toughed it out tonight. Um, yeah, so well, that's why we're like. I'm just trying to give my boy Mitch a good five to ten minutes. Just put, play all the hits, and he doesn't have to get into the weeds. <laughs> <laughs> So, but it's true. Like that's what, especially in that second half, you saw Kevin Cabral a lot. He was at the edge of the box and he was dancing with the ball. He wasn't precise. He wasn't moving it. He was just trying to get through a guy without even touching the ball at that point. And that's not how you play good soccer. And that's yeah. how most of these rappers have been playing lately. There's no movement. There's no creativity. There's nothing going on for me to think something's gonna change. I tweeted out once that first goal went went in, it felt like the Rapids were down 100 to 0 because there was yeah. nothing going on. It felt deflating. It felt like the longer you kept the 0 0, the more it felt like a win. Once that goal went in, it just, you didn't know what was going on anymore. You just felt like the world was about to end, literally. That's dramatic. I mean, it, it did. It felt it, at that point when you're in that game, when you're looking at that game, it feels like it's over. Everything's over. There's nothing else to live for. Yeah. Like, if you it's, it's hard. It's hard as a Rapids fan to go down one to nothing because knowing that it's very, very, very difficult for us to score goals, you're right. It feels like it, it is something we cannot overcome a one to nothing deficit, which is crazy. Uh, it's I just hate craziness. it. I hate it so much. I've watched the comeback teams for all my life. You, especially if you watch like the avalanche last year, all they did was come back from games and you were like, yeah, like they got down two zero, and you're like the abs still winning and you'd gamble 20 bucks on it. And you're like, yeah, I just made a <laughs> bunch of money. Cause that happens constantly. But this is my, this is my thing. The rapids, don't have it feels like they're missing an injection of want and they need to get it from somewhere and before we get into all the good stuff i'm gonna let Dwayne take a little small break because he needs to take out his dog no, and... he's cool now he's oh, okay he's... so he's all good to go yeah <laughs> okay awesome. i was afraid he was gonna start barking and whining but he's given up and he's uh he's uh throwing in the towel and just yeah. laying down back there I was more afraid Rocket was about to go crazy, and I'm like, we got to make sure Rocket's okay, man. No, he's good. But kind of talking about that injection of want, the second half comes around, and the man of the hour, the man that we're all waiting to see, Moy Bombito comes on. Holy smokes. What did you think of the Meg? This dude, to me, is Megatron. He is what the prototypical defender is going to be in the future. How good was Moise Mambito? He was amazing. And the cool thing was that this is the first time I've seen him being down in my normal seats, which is fairly close to the pitch, and seeing just how big he is. Like, Dude is he's built like a, a man. He's built he is, like a man. Is, yes. He is, he is huge compared to the rest of the squad. Uh, he's just a – he's a brick. Um no, it was. I mean, look, there were there were several. There were three shots, in particular, uh, that just obviously none of them went in, but they were just <laughs> yeah. like, "Oh my god, what shots!" Uh, and two of them were by guys that you have already given low grades on already. <laughs> yeah, again, but one, the other yeah. one that was the, the first half to me. Just yeah, the first half. Yeah, well, this is all second half. Yeah. 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 But the other one was that shot by Bombito, and like, oh my gosh, like just the way he brings down the ball with yes. lane control, 
is able to hold the ball enough to find a space in front of the goal against a really good defense. And again, he's not a forward. If you if you can shoot it, he'd be up top, right? Great shot and a great save. But Moyes is the real deal. Dude has the speed. He has the ball skills. It 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 feels like it all clicks in the in his head too. He yep. knows what's needed to win. He knows he knows where to be. Um, and the fact that he took a shot. You know, again, we've talked about this not just with Cabral or, or whoever or Sam or Lewis or whoever it, it's the, the part of the issue with the Rapids is that they don't let go of the ball. It's like they get close to the, you know, they get close to the box and then you could take a look and give the ball to somebody else, or you could just dribble it for a while and then get the ball taken away from you. And more times than not, it's the latter of those. Um, and we I mean, that was Kevin that. Cabral. That was Kevin Cabral. Um, but in the second half, I will, I will give a shout out to Cabral because he did have a shot that the keeper made a pretty great save on. That was a pretty spectacular shot in that going down into a slide tackle to from the ground wrap around the defender and manage to kick that ball and get it on net was a pretty neat shot to watch at least from where i was sitting it was pretty sweet <laughs> so mean, that second half is day and night from, from oh the totally they they actually put pressure on cincinnati which was the opposite of the first half you know they controlled the game at in the second half honestly like brandon vasquez when lucha costa became non non-factors in that second half i thought maxu and bombi and uh keegan really locked him down and had him in mm-hmm. wilson as well really got a got an eye for what they were doing and I was all in on them in the second half. I thought Ronan's blast that hit the, the post, too, was a great shot. Oh, my gosh. What a great shot. It brought it brought back memories of uh, Roberto Carlos and Keegan's shot from last year, mm-hmm. where it just, like, completely curves. And I was like, if that goal goes in, that's goal of the week, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. That like, shot not... was – that was the – we've been, you know, from the highlight reels when they first – brought Ronan on and we didn't know what who he was or what he was about those highlight reels of those just Ronan shots were crazy and I thought that was the one and it was it was the shot it just off the post that's what you need from Ronan you need a guy that can shoot it like you're not I don't need you to be Jack I need you to bring the qualities of Jack I need you to be able to distribute, but I don't need you to be Jack because Jack's not a shooter. Jack's not trying to bomb it in from 20 feet, 20 feet away. But yep. that's who you are, dude. Like, shoot that. You got that in you. Take advantage of what God gave you and get that ball into the net. And yep. that's and when I saw him shoot, I'm like, Ronan, if you and then I saw him try it three times, three more times, and it hit defenders. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I'm all for it. Go I for thought it. he it was right after that shot off the post. The very next possession, he did it again, and I thought that guy's arm was going to fall off. I mean, <laughs> he put it so hard on that defender that dudes, once they start to learn that that's coming, they're not going to get in front of that anymore. They're going to learn their lesson. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's human reaction. Even if you want to be there and try to get, and try to be tough it out, you're not. It's still going to hurt. You know it's going to hurt, so you're going to try to move. And Man, just if Ronan can play like that, if you can get Acosta back into this lineup, and if Bombi can take Lala's spot as much as I love Lala, I would put Bombi in for Lala's because he does a little bit more of what Lala does. Yep. This team is maybe not winning, right? Maybe it's not going to make the playoffs. But at least you'll have a fun product on the pitch for fans to watch the game. And that's, yep. at this point in the season, that's all you want. Start, you leave, ML, if you're not, if you're probably not going to make the playoffs. Use these league games to see what you can do in League's Cup. <laughs> see if you can win League's Cup. Because if yep. you win League's Cup, it's a, it's a great season. Because you made yep. it back to Champions. And you're going to enjoy it, and it's going to be fun, and that's going to be one of the better better storylines. Horrible season, and then you win Champions. Kind of what happened to Orlando last year. Yep. And I'm all for it. And then you also have Bassett coming back today. 
which again I thought it was way quicker than I expected. I was I still thinking Fourth of July because those hamstrings are so iffy whenever you get one. There was a there was a break in the second half towards the end of the game, and Bassett went tearing off after him, and I was like, "Oh no, please just let it go, Bassett. We're already losing. What's another goal? Just let it go. Please don't get hurt." <laughs> And it just, it made me so nervous because of all the injuries this year. Because he was sprinting to get back and cover. And I was, that might be the most nervous I've been all season, was watching him sprint back to cover. It was that oh, uh, Michael Scott quote where we were like, no, God, no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> dude, I mean, Bass is another guy that's a game changer. You get him yes. back on that pitch, dude, he's a complete other game changer. I still believe you need to go get another guy. I still believe you need to go get a superstar. I don't need you to spend $10 million on a guy. But I still believe that. But if you bring Bassett and you have a Rubio, Bombi develops, and you and maybe even you get Jack next year, you're cooking You're cooking with some gas at that point. Because I've, I've told you guys, I haven't said it on the pod yet, but I've told you and Mitch, this team, unfortunately right now, is full of role players. It's full of a lot of Robins, and they need a Batman to kind of take everything to the next level. That Batman for a long time was Jack Price that took everything to the next level. He was your guy. He was the guy that put every, everything on his back and carried the team a little bit because he had a great set of role players next to him. Yep. And right now, that's what the Rapids are missing. They're missing a guy that could put everything on his back and take the Rapids to the promised land, increase the level of everybody else. And unfortunately, right now, it's just not happening. Where do they get that guy? Tune in. We'll talk about it next week. We have a few names on the list that we all want. But at the same time, we just they need to find somebody that can take them to the next level. And changes don't need to happen. This team is still not good. As much as I want to give like a lot of credit for that second half, the results, what's going to matter at the end of the day? Come October, come August, we're not going to be looking, or September, we're not going to be looking back at May 27th and say, that well, they had a great process, but it just didn't <laughs> work. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, it, they're, they're going to look back, and you're going to look a big L next to this game and a 1-0 loss. As much as, as great as Bombito played, as great as I thought Hanya played and made a difference, like, Unfortunately, you're not going to see that in the score sheet. You're you're not going to see that in the result column. All you're going to see is a loss and zero points gained. Yep. <laughs> Real quick, I want to ask you, what did you think about the about Hanya? Um, I've, I've I thought he had a good game. You know, for getting like a whole half. I was really happy to see him come on at halftime, knowing this is his last, you know, last time he can be called up Short term, um, from Rapids too. So it was kind of a use it or lose it situation. Um, I was really happy. Plus Calvin Harris, you know, wasn't, you know, we'll, we'll put him in with everything else in the first half. Like didn't have the greatest game. I had a couple of, you know, one really insane run that, you got to see a little bit of his speed, but uh, I thought it was the right substitute to make. Um, so uh, I was happy to see Hanya come on um, in the second half. He had some good plays, you know, down in my area, you know, as far as like trying to get scrappy and get in there. Um, but again, it's just, I hate to harp on that one play. And again, I can't remember who came down <laughs> on the wing, but it's just like, Probably it could have been Moist because Moist was all over that week. Yeah, it could have been. I don't know who it was, but again, it, it, you come down on the wing and your fastest guy is not there, and and Hanya is not—he's no slowpoke either. Um, and it's just you know, again, it's it's little mistakes, you know. And I, I mentioned on Twitter, these are, this is you know, a team that's pressing really hard versus a Rapids team that does the opposite and waits for the counter. And it's going to be a game to see who can not make a mistake, you know? And normally you're, you kind of, for us, like we kind of put that in context of the defensive mistake that puts us behind, which we had that. Um, but 
what I noticed tonight, you know, and it's probably more prevalent, but it's just I don't get to see the offense as much, is that a lot of those little mistakes on offense, man, could result in multiple goals. And you're starting to see those little tiny mistakes on offense that we see on defense. And it's just, you can't come back from that, you know? Um, So anyway, it's hard not to think about that one mistake, but I thought it was great to see him on there. Um, I think he certainly made his case to be brought up, um, especially with our injury issues. Um, so who knows, you know, maybe by the end of the season, we see him get a contract and get to see him play again. Uh, I wish that we got to see him play more, you know, it's a bummer that we only got to see him play basically one half, um, half a game, two, two, or, half two or three game. minutes. Yeah. Two or three yeah. minutes from another match, you know, but, um, yeah. Who, who do you think is the fastest rapid right now? They have speedsters all over. Like you got, like you got, if you put them all in a row, and you have Gavon. Like just a sprint? Yeah, just a sprint. You got Gavon, Cabral, Lewis, Mikey, Hanya. And am I missing anybody that? But Moise. Um, Moise is speedy, too. Harris is fast, too. Harris. I, I forgot he played today. I can yeah, Harris that is kind fast. Of I don't know, man. That would be an inch. I mean, I think. I mean, you want to say Cabral. I think he's probably lost a winning step. because yeah, but he's got the stride. You know, I think ah. his speed plus his stride because like otherwise I'd almost want to say Mikey, but Mikey does he has the opposite of long stride. He's got legs like mine, you know. <laughs> got little very short. running back in. He's <laughs> taking he's taking six steps for every two of Cabral's, you know. To me, um, I to me it might even be Moist Bombito. And I and I might be buying into the hype too much, but dude is quick. His speed recovery is speed is out of this world. You know who is what I what I noticed. Speaking of speed, and, and this is like a weird, a weird speed. Uh I was watching this today, um in the first half, and Max Sue is like I always wonder like how does a big lumbering giant continually get back and cover? You know, because he plays pretty high. I mean, he's yeah. playing a lot of offense, but he always seems to be able to get back. And I was watching him as everybody was sprinting back towards our goal. And there he is, like making gains on everybody because he's like the jolly green giant. You know, it's just like these big steps, you know, coming through versus everybody else you know, their legs pumping, pumping, pumping. And he just has these giant strides and he's just lumbering out there, but it's like deceptively fast, you know, even though his body is not moving that fast. Dude, dude is kind of a freak athlete. He, he reminds mm-hmm. me a lot of uh, Yoke, a freak athlete in ways that you don't expect. Yeah. Like he's kind of, again, high IQ players and it's really hard to, compare him to like one of the greatest basketball players of all time different sports sure. and different levels sure. of greatness but they have these guys that like you just look at and you're like oh wow like these dudes don't look like the sort of player you think would be great at that position and then they end up being complete utter beast and that's kind of what Maxu has been in my opinion I don't know man at the end of the day my biggest takeaway is maybe just let Bombito cook let Bombi be moist, you know. Let moist yep. be Bombi. Let let it, put him the starting I agree, lineup. man. I he agree. deserves it. Dude's a total baller. I like moist so much. He, I, I don't know. Well, we talked about it too. We well, in our previews. Remember, if you remember, we were talking about it when me and Mitch were really high on him. And then you're like, wow. And then you're like, wow. You saw some game film. You're like, wow. I'm really high on him because dude's another sure. beast. Dude knows what he's doing. He has the recovery speed. I say this. He makes mistakes. He's like 22-year-old kid. Sure. He's getting better. But the way if he makes a mistake, he completely runs back and covers his own mistake. That's key to playing defense. The way he pushes forward, knows exactly where to find his space, and attack that space, that's key. The way he can control the ball and have it at his feet and not panic and playing defense, 
at that point, you just have a trifecta. You have a guy that if you put in there, he's gonna he's gonna give you your all every time. And that was one of the big injections in the second half. And you can really see that he went out there and he wanted it. I said the last pod, twenty twenty six. Don't be surprised if you see him starting in that back line for Canada. He is going to deserve a spot if he keeps playing this way. And also, don't be surprised if he's out of Denver or Colorado in the next three years. Three years. I hate he, that, but you're right. He, Canada's producing players like this right now, left and right. And my biggest one is Ismail Kone. Ismail Kone is at six, but he he plays like Bombi. He has that recovery speed. He's a big, tall, lanky dude. The only difference is that Ismail Khan stayed at the six while Bombi transitioned to the back line. But those two, that's a guy that if I'm Bombi, I want to be compared to. He just left Montreal and now he's playing for, I think, the Rangers out in out in yeah, uh, Europe. Know. Like, I'm not 100% sure. But if you want to compare it to him, that's the guy you want to compare him to. Great ball skills, great vision, and it's going to give you 110 every time. I don't know, man. I'm just I'm a huge Bombi guy. I'm a big Hanya guy. I want to see Hanya get a full time contract. They I do need too. To... I really do. Like I, you know, I, I mean, it's hard to say in a half game that he's earned it, but you know, his his play with Rapids two has been super solid. Um, I thought he played well today. Given all of our injuries, yellow card accumulations, and the fact that we're constantly struggling to you know fill the midfield. Sign him. <laughs> Bring him on. I'm ready for Yosuke time. I mean, give me, give me Hanya, man. Um, before we move on to give some uh, flowers to the fellas, I want to talk about our, our sponsor, Illegal Pete. Are you ready for the longest happy hour around? Kicking off on May 26th, and Illegal Pete's locations have extended the happy hours to 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. every day. Five hours of all of all our usual fan favorite deals. Stop by after work and enjoy a few extra margaritas on the patio at happy hour price. I'm a patio guy. I'm a patio guy all the way around. I love chilling. And I mean, it's great. Are you a patio dude, by the way? Totally a patio dude. Patio. I mean, how can you go wrong with the patio? Honestly, like you put There's some no humidity in Colorado. Especially, in, you put some shady rays on. You sit outside, <laughs> and you have a great queso dip right there. It's great, man. More of uh, more of a beer fan. Grab a house, <laughs> have a grass, uh, house beer bucket for you and your crew. Five sixteen ounce beers for fifteen dollars. There's no better way to kick, kick off your summer. Illegal Pete, your go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer. I laugh because I don't do ad reads because I can barely read. I am. My mom says I am illiterate, and I believe her half the time. <laughs> I, I always enjoyed a good yaya read. Yeah, dude. <laughs> honestly, guys, if you think I'm low energy right now, it's because I am. I am tired. It's been a long season, and we're barely halfway through. It's hot. The rapids are not playing good. Like, my highlight of every week was getting to sit down at my house and watch the Rapids play. Right now, my highlight is watching the Rapids game end so I can talk to Dwayne and Mitch about how sad I am, and then I can talk to all of you guys. That's how I feel. That's at the point I am right now because it is tough. It is tough to watch this team, and I love this team. I cry for this team. I'm in a bad mood when this team loses, but at this point, I feel so disconnected. I feel so out of it. Oh, dude. Ricardo gets it. <laughs> if we if they had that man, they'd have Rapids fans everywhere, drunk as hell. Because one beer in, and you're like that sadness is not going away with one beer. You need three cocktails and about two more buckets for it to go away. But right now, if you see me, if I'm down energy compared to how I usually act on these shows, that's because this team is not good. It's drained me, and I and it sucks because I love this team and I just want it to be good. I. <laughs> begged for this beat two years ago. I begged and begged and now we finally get to do DNVR Rapids and this is soccer that we're watching and I'm like, <laughs> this sucks. I hate it so much. And it sucks even more because I don't believe this, but I told Mitch and Dwayne the Rapids increments come in five to six years when good things happen. 2010, 2016, and 2021 are all five to six years apart. 
So, unfortunately, we still got about three years left, if this is true, before we get anything good. <sighs> I hope we break that streak. I am begging. I am praying. <laughs> I am lighting Rapid Man candles. I am doing what I need to do for that to be a lie and be a coincidence. <sighs> so, you ready for the it's best part times. of the show? Let's do it, man. Let's do it. Let's do flowers from the fellas. Uh, unfortunately, Mitch is feeling a little down still, so he might not be able to come in and give us some tidbits. But if you go to DNV underscore Rapids, he'll give you a lot of cool stuff. He'll talk about all the things that were that went down in that presser and his thoughts on that. Um, but we're hoping that you feel better, Mitch. We love you. And, man, give some flowers, Dwayne. Give, give some flowers from the fella. All right. Well, I know which one you're going to give, so I'm going to save that one for you. Um, so I'm going to go with Yosuke Hanya. So does he follow does, you back on Twitter yet or no? No, it's <laughs> just you, just you, Raya. We get it. Oh, that's we weird. I, I, I think he follows me. Like, <laughs> in case you um, didn't know. <laughs> no, I just you know, like all three of us, like we're real happy. Um, real happy for Yosuke. Just happy that he's finally got some legit minutes. Got to come in for a for a whole half, and we got to see him with the. Uh, with the one squad, um, you know, we know he's doing great down at with Rapids too. So it was just really great to see him come in and play significant minutes. Um, I thought he looked good. Um, I sure hope it ends, you know, results in a contract because we can't pull him up on short-term loans anymore. That's out now. So, uh, you know, next time we see Yosuke, it's definitely going to be with a contract um, um, if he's up with the top team. I'm hoping and I'm just hoping so much that all these call-ups are just because all the games are so condensed and so many injuries. And now that they're out of uh, Open Cup and they're going to start expanding, they're they're not going to be as condensed anymore. They'll be able to get a few more people back and actually start playing the real starting lineup and not a a bunch of subs. Yeah. and you already know who my flowers go to. I actually got yeah. two, but we'll go with the obvious one, and that's Bombi. Moise for Bombi needs to be a shirt that DNVR can make, but somebody should. <laughs> uh, that dude, Bombito, I'm telling you, Bombito is that dude. It's him. He needs to be starting. He needs to be that guy. Honestly, he might even, I'm even considering put him in the midfield with in and see what happens that seems like a fun yeah, combination I mean, he started there you know i mean that's that's his first position so it's not it's not the craziest thing you know honestly uh one thing that really stuck in my head when they drafted him it was i think i don't remember if it was weeby or what was the other guy weeby or who's the extra time guys i forgot i escaping his name right now tommy scoops no, not time of scoop. Um, David, no, not David Goss. Wow, I can't believe I'm blanking on this guy. Well, you've got three now. You only Matt Doyle. <laughs> Matt Doyle. I don't remember if it was Weeby or Doyle when they when the Rapids drafted Bombi. They said this guy will become the one of the prototypes for the league, and maybe not because he becomes a star, but more teams are going to start looking at players that convert from the six to a center back. Because of ball skills. Yep. And if that happens, Bombi will become the prototype and he will become the guy that you want in a league like this. Guy with so many ball skills. And I'm going to be so happy when it happens. Because I think he's going to, Bombi to me is national team, maybe not top five league in Europe, but like he can play in Europe in like one of the better leagues. He can be a, a, a centerpiece for that Canadian team. That already has so much young talent with Alfonso Davies and Jonathan David. And then you still got Mark Anthony K. Like, you have so many things building. And I think Bombito is going to be in the middle of that core, that whole play that's building and bubbling up. And I'm just so excited that for what Bombi can become and what he's going to become for the Rapids. And I just can't wait because I'm a huge Bombi guy. He, he is the bomb. And I can't wait for him to develop into what his full potential is. Facts. Well, 
Facts. Do you have another one? Yeah, I do. Um, my other one, I'll keep it to two for tonight. Um, That's kind of what I'm this, doing. <laughs> this one kind of went under the radar a little bit, but this is a guy who really got involved in the offense, even in the first half when the offense was almost invisible. Um, but that was Keegan. Like, yeah. I thought Keegan was showing a lot of grittiness tonight. Um, you sort of... I mean, even after that presser, you know, after um, after Wednesday, kind of get the feeling that Keegan's getting a little pissed and it's starting to show a little bit in the best possible way. Like he was really driving the ball and not getting rid of it, um, pushing it up to a Ford, but becoming that guy who is trying to get the shots on goal. And like we talked about with Ronan, like that's what we need right now is we need to take that shot from the outside and put something on net. Um, because if like Cabral is not going to be there in a scoring situation, maybe he can be there in a cleanup situation, um, you know, almost like a Giassi or something like that. And so when Keegan runs in and is taking it on himself to really put the ball on net, um, that's something we desperately need. And he was all over the pitch you know, back and forth, whether it was saving the day on defense or trying to get some shots off from the outside. Like the dude was there as always. He always is. Mr. Reliable. Yep. He's just there and you don't always notice it because you're so used to it. Um, But yeah, that's, that's my other ones for tonight. He was just, he was there like he always is. When it comes to defenders, the best part about him is when you don't notice them. Mm-hmm. And I'm all for that. One, uh, my last shout out of the night because it's getting late. It's eleven o'clock, and all you hooligans also need to get to bed. Like it's <laughs> a Saturday night. You guys should be all in bed. What are you guys doing? But, but my shout that out, like hit that like button before you go. Smash the like <laughs> and don't forget to subscribe. <laughs> I'm gonna start doing a bunch of Mr. Beast kind of like. Don't forget to hit the like and give us a subscribe, and we're gonna love it every time. Let's go. <laughs> I'm just going to start doing more of those. Get really hyped for those for no reason. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Beast Vasquez. No, the way I call myself is, yeah, Mr. Beast, yeah. <laughs> I just spit the yeah, yeah into two, and that's how I can my... I'll take it. I'll take it. So it's, uh, you know, like Gary, Gary, Harris, Harris. If I were to do the same thing, it would be, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I... I can't go to sleep sometimes and I think about things that I shouldn't. Anyway, <laughs> at the end of the night, my shout-out goes to all of you guys. Everybody went out to the game. Stadium looked pretty good. Not, I won't say to full capacity, but there was a, a larger crowd than usual. I respect that. The team's not good, and I appreciate you guys showing out every day and supporting the squad. At the end of the day, this is our squad. No matter who owns it, no, ma- no matter who cares for it, no matter who's running it, this is our team because it's our t- It's based in our city, and we support it. This team is can only grow from here. And this growth comes because of people like you that go to the game and support the team. So always, even in the bad times, always con- take, uh, take into account that this is still your team. This is a team that you love and you chose to support. And I appreciate you guys for giving that love and so much appreciation to the squad. Because even though I'm not running it, it still feels like it's my team because I love this team. I know if you follow the squad, you feel like it's your squad. So again, I appreciate all everyone that went out there and was able to uh, support the squad out there, especially with iffy weather. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. It got a little drizzly towards the end, but most, you know, for the most part, it was stayed dry for the game, which was awesome. But yeah, this is um, this is the dark times, right? This is where it's going to be the hardest to get excited to go over to the Richard and um, support our squad. So, you know, this is the difference between the supporters and just people who sometimes watch the Rapids, you know, C38 is going to be there every match. They're going to be loud uh, regardless if a goal is scored or not, you know, they're going to be there um, representing. And those of us who don't sit with C38 and sit everywhere else, 
it's our opportunity to still be there, be loud, um, be visible, um, regardless of what the score is, or if you're real sad right now, if you're on Sad Boys FC, uh, you know, or if you don't care and you're just there to have fun either way, um, this these next few matches are going to be <laughs> where it's time to show up because they need it, even if it's going to be extra challenging every game. Yo, and I'm going to tell you this right now. Look at the Avalanche. They had the right before they had the worst season of all time. They had a decent season and made the playoffs. And then they had the worst season of all times. Then they grew up and they won a Stanley Cup. Same thing with the Nuggets. Nuggets had one of the worst seasons of had a great season with George Carl right in 2011. And then they were 2012, whatever it was. And then they grew up and now they're at the bridge of winning a finals. There's always light at the end of the tunnel. It might not be close. It might not be imminent. But it's always going to be there, and there will be brighter days for Rabbits fans. And all you have to do is stick it out because you chose to follow this club. <laughs> <laughs> also, shout out the Spanish commentary out there, man. The Spanish commentary was hyping up Denver tonight, talking about the Denver Nuggets winning a championship, talking about the Avs winning a championship, talking about how Broncos are a super winning club. And then they just mentioned how great the stadium was for the Rockies. And then they, and then they brought up how. Uh, <laughs> the Rapids could be up next with a few adjustments. So shout out there, man. Spanish commentary was hyping up the city of Denver. You love to see it. It's awesome. So um, again, guys, thank you very much for hanging out with us. Sorry, Mitch wasn't able to come on. He's uh feeling a little down under weather under the weather right now. Um, but again, head over to DNVR Rapids under uh, DNVR underscore Rapids to follow all that great coverage that he does on Twitter. Give us a like and give us a five-star review wherever you hear us, whether it be Spotify, Apple TV, or any, Apple TV, Apple Podcast, or anything else. Uh, anything else to plug, Dwayne? No, just um, you don't want to miss our midweek show. Um, those of you that are wondering what should we do about all this and how do we start scoring goals, whatever, you know, what, what does the summer window look like? What options are out there? Um, this is the show for you. Um, there's been a lot of research already going into it already from Yaya, from our intern, Charlotte, who's going to be coming back, even though her internship is over, um, to share some of the analysis she's done. Um, but we're really going to get into it. It's going to be a really, um, it's going to be a good show uh, this week um, to really get into the weeds of what the possibilities are and which ones are pie in the sky, forget about it, but still fun to talk about. And then which ones are a little more realistic. So. Yeah, they might need to start dreaming pie in the sky at this point if they want to get good. So I'm for it. I'm for it. So <laughs> we have a bunch of names. Uh, yeah, Charlie helped out a bunch. Like I have a bunch of names from like, like from second division out in Spain, I think, and <laughs> some guys out in like uh, Chile in the Chilean league. So I did my research. Charlie did her research. We have a great, uh, a great. It's gonna be a good players. show. It's gonna be a lot yeah. of fun. But most importantly than all. And Mitch does this perfectly, so I'm sorry if I butcher it. And Justin uh, gets it. And Justin knows, so drop it in the chat <laughs> if you already have it. Up the pits.